Welcome to The World Now. The World Now is a public benefit company to help make the world a better place. Life exists at the intersection of time and space in the present. Be in the decision zone. Join The World Now as a guest or as a host. You can find out more at our website at theworldnow.info. Today is the 21st of June, 2017, which is the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, the longest day of the year, and the winter solstice in the Southern Hemisphere, the shortest day of the year for the Southern Hemisphere. Today, I'm very excited to have as my guest, Paula Nutting from Brisbane, Australia. Specializing, hi Paul. <laughs> Paula is specializing in musculoskeletal therapy since 2007. She owns and operates a successful massage therapy clinic in the north of Brisbane, Australia. She has lectured extensively and has also been involved in the creation of various vocational and tertiary units of study. Paula has been published in numerous journals and textbooks, as well as authoring her own series of books. She has presented courses, seminars, and workshops locally and internationally on musculoskeletal dysfunction, instability of the core, acute and chronic muscle imbalance, and many muscle and joint techniques. Paula has been involved on various Australian and international associations, including the AAMT, which is the Australian Association of, Mus of Massage Therapy, the Ethics Committee, and the Education Committee of the same, the National Health Practitioners of Canada, and the AMRF, which is the Australian Massage Research Foundation. I hope I said that all that right. You did. Welcome, Paula. How's the weather today? How's the weather today in Brisbane? Well, it's a it's a very uh, it's it's the middle of winter for us, and in Brisbane, ah. it's about well, it's twenty six degrees but that's centigrade so I don't know how you translate it to Fahrenheit but uh we're mm -hmm. walking around in, in light tops and and light clothes it'll get cooler tonight we'll put a jumper on okay <laughs> so it's pretty it's warm today <laughs> it's about 80 uh, 75 80 degrees here nice summer day sunny and warm beautiful here in Oregon I think we're probably about the same yeah it sounds like it is actually <laughs> So today, I want to go over, you have such an interesting life, and you've taken a very independent path, and I know that people talked about your courses, and you're, you're actually quite well known, and you traveled teaching your courses, and you're really, I want to find out more about your motivation. I know you want to help people, and you've taken a, a very serious, and also I think you have a, a, a playful nature with your work and your life, and I'd like to know more about how you started on your path. So I want to hear about that. Okay, sure. Well, I think it's kind of an, I think it's interesting because I wasn't the absolute massive genius that so many people are out there. When I um, went to school, I wasn't, I wasn't excellent. I was um, one of five children, I was the middle child, so mm -hmm. two older sisters, quite a few years older, and a younger sister and younger brother, um, two or three years below me. So I really was by myself. And, and when you're by yourself, you can do one of two things. You can become lonely or you can become naughty. 
So Molly Lati. <laughs> so you get up to your own mischief. I think I ran away from home often enough. Mum would always pack the bag and put food in it, and, and I'd hide under the house. And then when it was dinner time, she'd call me, and I'd come back out. So I, I never ran far away from home. Anyway, um, she was a middle child as well, and I used to sit down in the kitchen for hours and hours just spending time with my mum. We're quite close. That's wonderful. It is nice. It's a special thing. And my daughter is a middle child, and we've carried that on as well, which is interesting because my mother was a nurse when she finished school. Mm -hmm. And when I I actually got through school, uh, most of my life was all about sports. And, you know, I've I've competed in everything at school, but academically I was quite challenged. I had no idea what I wanted to do and my mother marched me up to the local general hospital in Brisbane and and I started nursing so I followed my mother's footsteps. We got through into into nursing at the stage that you didn't need maths which was quite Oh <clears throat> now, now what how old were you then when when you started that the nursing uh, right from school 17 17 years old yeah, we were we were taking temperatures and making beds and serving meals and dressing people and showering people well before I was 18 years old. In fact, I did my first cardiac resuscitation before I turned 18. How'd um, that go? Do you remember uh, what not happened? Good. Not, not good. good. <laughs> <laughs> not good. But yeah. you know. I'm much better at resuscitating people now. I don't think I've lost anybody since then, so it's a, mm-hmm. a good thing. Anyway, well, it part so how, long, of the, how long were you in nursing? How long did you do that? Uh, 13 years all up. I did my three years training at the hospital, became a okay. triple And was that, was that in Brisbane, the hospital? Yeah, yeah, there's some really okay. good hospitals in Brisbane. In fact, Royal Brisbane Hospital, which includes Royal Children's and Royal Women's, was the largest hospital in the Southern Hemisphere and second largest hospital in the world when I went through my training. It's passed by super hospitals now, but it was a good place. Lots of ghosts. So, but that's a nice story. (laughs) Ghosts? Yeah, lots of ghosts in that place. So, Ah. there was three that we knew. There was one nurse, Mm -hmm. one sister who was a ghost in one of the children's wards. And... uh, She would come and, and refill the burettes and occasionally feed the babies and you wouldn't realise it. And then this sister had been and gone. Uh, there was another ghost. Um, it was a, a nurse who had found out that she was pregnant and in those you know eons ago and she couldn't handle it. So she went up into the elevator lift of the nursing home and um, the nurse's quarters and stopped the lift halfway was one of those manual ones that you could stop and stop and jump down the elevator shaft. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> terrible. Anyway, she appeared, wow. <laughs> used to appear in that lift quite often, or her apparition. Well, that one uh, was probably a little unhappy, you think? Yeah, yeah, anyway, that's <laughs> Yeah, gosh. that's just interesting. But it was, it was a really interesting place to work. Yeah. And then I, intensive care for eight years as an ICU nurse. That eight years cool. as an ICU nurse. Yeah. That's yeah. intense. That is super intense, isn't it? It's, it was one of those things that it actually, 
I loved it, but I left nursing altogether when I realised that I actually had lost my empathy. All I wanted to do was look after the ventilators, the machines, and right. I kind of lost that that passion for people. Which so you take, go ahead. Yeah, it took me down this path from from nursing to actually aerobics. So I started teaching fitness and doing aerobics, and I became a personal trainer. Wait. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to, this is really interesting to me because you're, you're talking about the ghosts in the hospital and then you're in ICU as a, a, a nurse in the ICU, intensive care unit. Yes. And yeah, really right. life and death stories. And, but you deep, you care deeply for people. And, and so you, you wanted to actually be closer to people instead of working with the machines in the intensive care unit, right? Well, yes, I kind of, I've suddenly realized that I lost that passion. I've always, I've always wanted to, to be around people and, and I think to kind of educate and teach, which is why the segue to teaching aerobics was kind ah. of cool. It was, I knew about muscles and body um, and uh, the pathologies through nursing. So it okay. was a lovely feel to go from. Now, would you say that, also, you're working with people who are in a healthier state than if they're in the ICU. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. <laughs> or they're not ghosts. I mean, why are no, we no. these extremes? I know. No, that Very was interesting. And healthy. Yes. Uh, and you really like that. I think I, I'm sensing that you like to be around healthy people. Yes. Well, I love to be, I love to help people. Okay. So with aerobics, you're helping them either lose weight, get fit, gain muscle. You're doing, you, you're helping. Oh yeah. And I think the nursing too, it was about how could I help people and right. kind of just moved in. And one day I was actually, we were doing a cool down in a, in an aerobic class and a girlfriend turned to me in the stretches and said, I'm thinking of doing a 12 week massage course. Do you want to join me? And that was the start of my career as a massage therapist. Uh, uh, what year was that? About. I can't believe it. But I, yeah. I had, had um, you know, it was just the time that I really wanted to get in and do more exercise and, and then get into, from there into teaching aerobics, uh, teaching uh, um, massage. Massage. So when you started uh, touch, therapeutic yes. touch, how did how did you feel about that? Of course, you were working with patients before in the ICU as a nurse. You touched yeah. them then, <clears throat> but this is different kind of touch. Would you say? It's how how do you equate that? And of course, the exercise is different. Where you maybe you're not adjusting people so much, or you they're pretty yeah. much on their own, right? You're do, doing. Right. So how you do you? Uh, go ahead. I remember my first class I went into in a massage in the massage school because I had exemptions for some of the, the subjects yeah prior learning. I walked in and it was the most amazing class and we were they said it's all about touch it was all about what we could do with these and the, the instruction was I want you to pull a piece of hair from your head put it on the table and we had to put a, a sheet of paper on top of the t of the hair and then we had to use our fingers to see if we could feel that, that hair underneath the sheet of paper. 
And then when wow. you could feel it, you had to put a second sheet and a third sheet. So it really taught that palpation sense. Right. I thought to myself, I'm never going to be able to feel that. <laughs> and, and, well, it and brings I, that sensitivity of touch really yes. to the core. Yeah, palpation skill 101. Right. I, would, I would suggest that anyone who's learning, if, you, if there's anyone out there that is learning uh, touch right now, it's such a valuable tool to use. You know, we didn't do that in my school. I, I, we did not have the paper with the hair under <laughs> under the. <laughs> we just worked on each other's bodies. I love that. I think that's quite uh, quite creative. So I, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. They don't have hair um, paper anymore. They'll be rolling laptops and iPads over the top of it now. <laughs> no, that this is old school, but it's really good. I think yeah. it's it's so, so important to have that sensitivity because you're you're actually not only feeling the surface, but you want to feel under the surface what the structures are in the body, correct? And do that as well, because we also used to do partner up and we'd feel that try to move the skin, the superficial fascia, and then try to feel for a vein and what a vein oh. felt like. Wow. What, what <laughs> tendons feel like. So it, it brought us down to that um, acknowledgement that there are different structures under the skin. Yes. And they different feel and they all have whether you are going to touch it or you're going to avoid it so is it a red flag area to stay away from well, what I'm what I'm <clears throat> what I'm feeling about what you're telling me is that this journey that you've been on you're really interested in the human condition and connecting with people deeply yeah. and you had various experiences in doing that from the hospital setting when they're in an emergency yes. <laughs> their lives to an aerobics instructor where you're working with people in exercise class to help them to be stronger and healthier and move better. And then now you're telling me about, now you're getting deeper into touching people and finding out what's going on in, in the structures of their body to see how they're functioning. Is that, this yeah. is what I'm sensing from you. So you have this curiosity about what makes people tick. <laughs> how they function and how they function well. So your journey, is I'm hearing it has been this journey of discovery in various ways to see where you're most effective. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And you know, it's one of those, those aha moments where I couldn't really work out how to really get great outcomes for my clients. And then I started looking at them like biomechanical nightmares. So rather than looking at them as a, as a, I look at them in an engineering head, because mm -hmm. if you, the levers and the pulleys, I would start to look and go, well, if that's, if that's short there, what's, what's happening down the opposite direction? Or, you know, I would be looking at people in an engineering fashion and then I started getting really good results. And then once I started right. getting really good results, I started thinking other people be, should know how to do really good results. It's, it's right. not about me holding this information. It's about me trying to say, look at this. <laughs> yeah, see how this works. I want you to treat like that. How would you say, <clears throat> how many people do you think you worked on before you started get, getting that oh, knowledge? The knowledge, the aha moment where you, where you really got the biomechanical understanding yeah. of the body. How yeah. many people? Oh, how many people? What years and how many Thousands, <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, thousands, thousands? I, I, I was teaching. I, when I finished my, my uh, massage course, the head of faculty said to me, would I be interested in teaching some of the units for the school, the um, Australian College of Natural Medicine? 
because they had they knew that I had a background in exercise and in nursing. So I started teaching then, and that's when I started to look at people in the clinic, supervised clinic, and I started right. going, that kind of looks, that doesn't look right. This this looks better, and I and I remember having a this a wonderful story. We had this amazing doctor, uh huh, and he was a um, what do you call them? Well, gastroenterologist for pediatricians, and he could see so many children coming into his his um, his clinic. And he said most of them were stressed, and most of their stomachs were, were fired up, problems in there which were stress related. So he decided to do a, his diploma in remedial massage, which is amazing. A pediatrician of level. You're going in the massage, yeah. Right. So he was in my a couple of my my core subjects, and we had these amazing conversations on the the fascia and how the body moves and the biomechanics. And I remember him and I in clinic one day, and we had this patient who kept leaning, it, like we'd get him to do gait, he would walk, and he wouldn't be walking properly. We'd go, we can change this, we just need to tape him, and we couldn't find any any proper tape, so we got sticky tape, and with the permission <laughs> of the client, we uh-huh. taped him to try to get his, his fascia to be doing the, the right things, and right. we completely changed the way he was walking, we completely changed the pain and his range of movements, and, and that was part of, all part of the aha. Yeah, the power of, of working with the fascia. Yes. 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 <laughs> so naturally, as, you, as you're getting enlightened, you yeah. feel the responsibility to pass this on to others because you see that you've been given a gift. Yes. Well, we all have the gift. I'm not, I'm no than anybody else. I just love, you have to try to, if you see something, you want to share it. Right, but you've worked hard too to have these insights. You've yeah. worked on many people over many years. You've done it in different ways, and now you're you're really trying to help people to share your knowledge. Just I do, I do. Yeah. yeah, and 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 it's twofold because I always believe you have to give back. You receive and you give, and that's why I'm on our board of, for our Australian Association of Massage Therapists that you touched on earlier with the uh-huh. other associations that I'm involved with. Yes, you are. Now, <laughs> you are we're involved now, quite a few there. Well, I've we're now called Myotherapy, Massage and Myotherapy Australia. So it used to be the Australian Association of Massage Therapists, and we changed it okay. last May. So because of the importance of, of the myofascia. Because we, primarily. we have myotherapists that treat, have a, a advanced diplomas and degree courses now, so we want to be inclusive to have not only massage, remedial massage, but also musculoskeletal and myotherapy, which is why we did the name change. But I'm on our education committee, and I used to be on our ethics committee, um, and I'm currently involved in our research committee. So it's about trying to get information out. You're wearing a lot of hats, (laughs) but you wear them. Well, there's reasons for each one, as you're saying. There's the research, there's the education. You've done the ethics uh, for years. And, and you're teaching, actively teaching your courses to get your training out. Yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. I'm going to, I think we're about out of time here. So I want to, um, to finish up. I'm going to put a link into your website so people can get a hold of you. If they, yeah, I guess I really they think they should. <laughs> and so you have your Facebook uh, page, uh, business page at facebook.com forward slash Paula Nutting. And that's my business page. So that'll yes, be- that's your business page. Yeah. 
And then you have your website at your musculoskeletal specialist. <laughs> oh, I have to say it my way. Your musculoskeletal specialist.com. Yes. And you're also on LinkedIn. And for now, I'm, we're going to come back and continue with you. And I'm loved having you here. But for now, let's end. So, namaste. 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 <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here.